You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your sassy source for lifestyle advice, wellness tips, and pop culture dish. Though I've been a little bit more of a, a TikTok dancer lately. I feel so like TikTok-y and not millennial, but Gen Z. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and holistic hustler here to help you get your shit together and laugh through all the chaos of life in your 20s, even though lately it's been the chaos of life in quarantine. <sighs> if you're not doing so already, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach on all of the social meds. I have really wild TikToks, crazy stories about my neighbors, and mostly unfiltered selfies. <laughs> we also have a really big giveaway that we're doing on the Adulting Podcast. Go check out hashtag adulting we're giving away a thousand dollars worth of my favorite product to keep you healthy keep you fit keep you sane and keep you looking cute today's guest you know him you love him you've been asking for him back you miss him in your ears he's tall he's scruffy and he loves bravo just as much as we do from so bad it's good with ryan bailey please welcome mr ryan bailey uh, what is up oh my god i need that thousand dollar giveaway i'm like letting myself go i'm scruffier than usual <laughs> it is uh, it's wild i I mean, I'm I'm kind of some days I miss being in the studio and then other days I'm like super grateful that I can be hosting this like on my couch with my hair full of coconut oil because I haven't washed it in like 10 days and I need to wash it today, um, which is kind of nice that I have that luxury, but I'm just, you know, I'm trying to stay sane. Yeah, I feel like Tom Hanks and Castaway, except I'm not getting skinnier. I'm just getting bigger and bigger. You know, I'm just like my beard's growing out, but I'm getting fatter and fatter. It's it's uh i just i need outside soon i need to i need to get outside i know this is the one week that i haven't really gone outside like normally i'll go to like the market or i'll go on just like a walk just to like move instead of staying in the confinement of my apartment um and i haven't gone out much this week so i think i need to like go for a walk or something because i'm going crazy well it's crazy well it's also because we're getting we're getting somewhat, I mean, nobody's ever going to get used to it, but it's, we're acclimating to this. So yeah. what's going to be scary is acclimating back the other way when our bodies are just not used to moving anymore. And then we have to go out and move again. I know. Um, it, it'll be, and then I just keep wondering what the housewives are doing throughout all of this. Like, I want to know who, which housewives not handling this at all and which one's handling it the best. Okay. I think Ramona's doing really good, but I don't know about the rest of them. Isn't Ramona with Mario right now? Yes, but she's always like she's always posting like looks like she's having a blast. She's cooking like lamb chops. She's always like making these huge meals. She looks amazing. I, I really feel like she's living her best life in quarantine. Who do you think is having the roughest time? I think it's got to be. Ugh. You know, it's got to be somebody that really. I think Lisa Vanderpump has got to be having just a really rough go of it for many reasons. I'm sure she's worried about Ken because he's older and, and who knows. And, but I'm also because she loves the thought of those three restaurants on the circuit, you know, Tom, Tom, sir, and pump. I know she loves the attention that she's always there eating. She's, I mean, I just feel like that has got to shake her up, not being out there in the public eye on a night to night basis. She needs to start doing Instagram lives. Does she do you wait, wait, do you are you a, are you an Instagram live fan when they all they all seem to be going Instagram live at once, though? And it really Ugh, it, 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 it floods it's my feed. I know it's so much and it's not that great, to be honest. Well, do you do you ever are you ever scrolling and then somebody goes live and you accidentally hit it? I do that all the time. And then I'm in the live. Yes, I have done that several times. And then I watch it for like two seconds and I'm like, what am I doing with my life? I don't have time. Well, I actually do have time to sit here and watch this, but I'm not that bored. Some lives are good. I get scared that they see me go in and then go out. And then I, 
you know, you get this weird thing of like, you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Cause sometimes have you ever gone into a live and you're the only one in the live? Yeah. And then, yeah. they, and then it shows when you leave. I know it's terrible. Yes. Yeah. No, I think what it is, is I think you have to be good at doing lives. The issue is everybody is going live and some people are just not good at like being conversational or being entertaining yeah. or having any sort of value. Like if you're going to do a live, then it can't just be like you not doing anything unless you're like entertaining to watch or something. But I think too many people are going live without having any sort of value to bring to that. It's like when people, you know, take stupid Instagram stories of nothing. Like if you're going to give me a story to watch, like make make it entertaining for me. Like I or at least feel like my neighbors. People- Okay, so what is going on with your neighbors uh, this week? Anything new, update-wise? They've stopped cleaning. They've stopped organizing. Their apartments are getting hella, hella messy. A lot of them have stopped talking to each other. Um, One of them dyed their hair red, like a bright, bright red, so you can tell that it was definitely done inside. Um, Yeah, they've just been struggling. My dad, uh, my mom made my dad color her hair the other day. Oh, no. Because, well, I mean, because otherwise it would be, she said it would be gray. So, like, all of a sudden they sent me a picture of my dad painting my mom's hair. You know, he's never done it before. And, and uh, so it's fascinating what uh, my mom's making my dad do in quarantine. It's funny to see, like, what people are resorting to cutting their own hair, dyeing their hair. It's a fun vibe for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I give it another week. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's talk some housewives, because last time you yeah. were on the show, we talked about, we kind of dissected some of the housewives, primarily New York, so now that the shows have aired, now that they've come out, I want to get some of your thoughts on... Yeah, which, by the way, that still is one of the best conversations I've had in, like, I mean, it was funny, but it was actually one of the deeper conversations I've had about the housewives. I loved that conversation. It was good. We, like, really yeah. dived into it, and we covered everything yeah, in, like, uh, 40 minutes. Yeah, it was amazing. So... On a scale of one to ten, how much do you hate or love the new season of New York so far? Where is 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 one the worst and ten the best? Yep, I'm ten. I love it. I love you it. Love I it love really. It. I love it. I love it. I, I I don't know. I don't know if something's wrong with me, but I it's like the one hour a week that I don't even have to try to love something. I just love it. I think the minutia, the way they they talk with each other, to me. They could talk about paint drying, and I would be fascinated with it. I'm in love with Leah. Love, love, love her. I'm in love with her. I want to raise kids with her. Um, and uh, I, I got to say, Dorinda being like, she's, you can tell she's going to be a villain this season. Luann is delusional per usual. I mean, I just, I can't get enough. I don't, and I'm sorry. I, I, don't, I don't give a rip that Bethany is not there. And Bethany is doing amazing things. I do not give a rip. Bethany is doing amazing things out there in the world for people that are suffering through this crisis. But her saying that, her saying the ratings dipped because of her leaving, like she just needs to shut her mouth. Like, do not comment on Housewives anymore. We know you came from there. Go out and do amazing things in the world and be a better person. But don't, don't shit talk your your thing. You know, like don't shit talk your show. Like, don't do that. Don't. Um, I don't know. Don't bite the hand what, that fed you, that built the career well, that you have now. I agree with that. But it, it feels like you have a very different opinion. Um, I don't, I wouldn't say I would give it a 10. I would say maybe I give it a 7.5 or an 8 
out of 10. Okay. It was good. It was a strong start. I didn't love the second episode after the first. I thought the first episode was good. We had some drama. We had some catch up. I don't know how I feel about Dorinda's hair. I kind of like it, but I also kind of don't <laughs> like it. I like that she has a bit of a Rudy blonde going on just because I'm home and I have a really Rudy blonde. And I feel like when I come out of this, it's going to be a really Rudy blonde. Um, like my roots are coming out. My spray tan is completely gone. Like I'm becoming the person that I used to be and I don't miss it. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I love that. And I'm becoming the person that I tried not to be. <laughs> that I thought I got away from, but I guess no matter how no matter how much you dye your, your skin and bleach oh, your hair, yeah. you'll always go back. You'll always be uh, Laurel from Utah. <laughs> oh, wait. Well, but you actually bring up an interesting point about Dorinda's hair is that I just realized I was talking to a girlfriend this week is that I watch these shows like you can tell. This is where I really show my stripes as a straight man is that I don't even look, I just noticed I don't even look at the fashion or the hair of mm. any of these shows. And I know that's a huge part of it, especially with Beverly Hills. And I don't even like, I don't notice when like somebody's like, Oh, that's a good look. You know, like I don't even notice that I'm, I'm all in on like the story and like, like on New York when they were, when Ramona was talking about, you can do anything in my house, you're welcome to anything. And then they did a shot of Sonia with a, with a plastic baggie, putting food into a plastic baggie. It was like, that was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen in my life. Like Sonia literally is like stealing food from Ramona's house. Like that's so funny to me, but I don't pay attention to like what they're wearing and the clothes. So you can really tell that's like very straight of me. I feel. No, it is. And I, yeah, I feel like you really have to be like a person that like, does your hair and like dresses yeah. up and like you have to really be in that in order to see because I know even like I know this is a really stupid example and it's so fucking pretentious and narcissistic of me but like I know for me since going blonde now when I see other people that go blonde like I judge them so hard because I'm like oh you haven't bleached your hair in a long time or you know you need to tone your hair or you did too much purple shampoo like you just notice little things that you wouldn't notice before where to me blonde was blonde five years ago you know what I I mean, it wasn't a big thing. So you notice things a lot more. But I kind of love her haircut um, just because it's different. And I think her hair is just always a hot mess. Like on Instagram, Dorinda just looks like trashed all the time. But yeah, on- Dorinda never Dorinda never like gets gussied up for Instagram lives. I agree. So one thing that you said on the um, on the la- on the last show you did with me was that you mm-hmm. thought that this was going to be an anchorless show, and Bethany was really the anchor that held the show. Do yeah, you- she's the most sane, I think. Yeah. Do you feel any differently about your comments about her being the emotional anchor and the show kind of needing that emotional anchor now? So we're obviously only two episodes in, but I I do. I think it's kind of fast. I, I don't mind there not being an emotional anchor, but what I will say is that I think in only two episodes, especially in this past episode, Leah possibly, I mean, I don't know. She seems like, you know, when she held her own with Dorinda, she's held her own with all of these things where I'm like, is she possibly like going to put herself in the emotional anchor thing? Like, but then we see in the preview, she starts drinking and like goes crazy supposedly in some of those previews we saw, but she seems to be, the most sane out of all of those ladies so far. And she doesn't seem to like in two episodes, she's already like proven herself to Dorinda. She like when Dorinda came at her at Ramona's house, Leah completely stood her ground, 
looked her dead in the eye, did not freak out and just said, hey, I think uh, you're not treating me right, you know? And to me, that was a very Bethany thing. And she, but she also did it very calmly and coolly. So I thought that is going to be something to really watch. But I, I'm not missing Bethany and that emotional anchor. In fact, I think it's really funny to possibly watch Luann or Dorinda try to be an emotional anchor. And not, neither of those ladies can pull it off because they're, <laughs> you know, they're, they're wackadoo in their own ways. All right, I just want to give some quick love to my pals at Hum Nutrition. I love Hum Nutrition, and not only do they keep me looking cute on the outside with all of their beauty supplements, but they're also keeping me healthy right now with their Here Comes the Sun Vitamin D and their Gut Instinct Probiotics. Those are both really good immune boosters, especially right now when we want to be cautious. We want to keep our immune system healthy because we don't want to get sick. So I highly suggest you up your vitamin D intake and you up your probiotic intake. And why not pick the two that I love the most, which is Here Comes the Sun by Hum Nutrition and Gut Instinct by Hum Nutrition. And because I love you guys, I got them to give us a discount code. You know, I love a discount. A bitch on a budget. Got to save right now until that stimulus check comes in. Go and use code ADULTING at humnutrition.com. That's code ADULTING at humnutrition.com, and you'll get 20% off your order. You guys, you're not going to want to miss this. Get your vitamin D, get your probiotics, go to humnutrition.com right now. Use code ADULTING for 20% off your order now. So I want to dissect Leah a little more, but before we do that, I want to talk about Bethany and the beef that she's in with production, which you touched on a little bit a couple minutes ago, but her beef with production currently, because I feel like it's become a big thing. But what we forget is that when someone like Bethany does any sort of interview right now, she's trying to promote be strong and the the work that yeah. she's doing with be strong. So she's going to be doing a lot of interviews. And the number one question that's always going to come up is going to be related to housewives. They're always going to ask her about it. It's something she's never going to be able to run away from. And I'm pretty sure you know this as, you know, a host yourself and somebody that's been in entertainment for a minute. Like when reporters, journalists, podcast hosts, when you ask questions, you ask it with the intention of getting an answer out of that person. And most of the yeah. time, especially when you're dealing with a celebrity or somebody like Bethany from reality TV that's going to make headlines, you want to make sure that you're getting some sort of soundbite, something that's going to be a headline or something that's going to be the core of an article, which I think this definitely did. Um, mm-hmm. Do you like to me, I see Bethany as the type of person that knew, knew what she was saying when she said it and knew that it would give the publicity that she wanted and would also really bring back, um, would circle back to her Be Strong Foundation, that she knows how to use the media 100%. And like, definitely, that was an intentional move to gain publicity. Oh, that's really, that's really interesting. And I didn't really think of it like that. I kind of personalized it and was like, how dare you say that, you know? But that's an interesting, I really didn't stop to think that, that she knew exactly what she was doing to actually get her name out there. I, 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 that does make sense. And I really, I really, I really like that take on it. And I hope that is it. Because if not, I'm like, why does Bethany even have to like 
stomp around in those ponds anymore. Like she's moved so far past it. That's the point. Like she knows she doesn't yeah, have to I move that. past that. She's accomplished so much without the show that for her I to have that. a knee jerk reaction to leave the show. Like the, my thing is like, if I were Bethany, my whole thing is like, they obviously still ride on her coattails a little bit, the way they opened up yeah. the season and, you know, definitely addressed her not being there where they they really haven't done that in, in other franchises in the opening, in the, um, in the premiere episode, they don't really address much a housewife that hasn't been there, but they did it and they really came for her and didn't give her a great but, edit in the but supposedly opening. she quit. She, but supposedly she quit the day she was supposed to film. The, yeah. I think it was the day before she was supposed to film, which I understand the, the reaction and how that was definitely something they could have easily woven into the show. I don't think that they needed to edit in Luann and, um, Ramona talking smack about her and then putting together a whole montage of her yelling at the girls. Like I agree with her in saying when the reporter asked her what she thought about the premiere episode and she said it felt like a um, a middle finger from the show. I think they mm-hmm. both kind of gave each other a middle finger at the end of it, her leaving so abruptly and then them editing her like that. Um, but I also think she's just a smart businesswoman. She's a smart reality TV star. We wouldn't love her if she wasn't. So we have to remember that she is just a lot smarter than we give her credit for in instances like this. And she's been beaten up in the press so much that she knows how it she knows how the game works at this point. You know, I recently watched a, an episode of season three when she was at war with Jill Zarin, and you forget how you forget how high Bethany has you know risen over the years. You forget like she, I mean, she wasn't ever poor, poor, but she was definitely. I mean, she really has made something of herself. I mean, people forget how much we saw her struggling in those earlier seasons to get that skinny girl brand going. Mm-hmm. And she got it going. She pimped it out the entire way. Um, So, yeah, I think I agree. There was a source close to production that I think um, gave an interview to Page Six. Oh, Page Six. How we love Page Six. Um, And they they said Bethany can call herself whatever she wants, a philanthropist.
nearly have the presence of Leah that Leah has already, you know, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, yes and no. I would say they have in the press. They have not on the show yet. Whereas Leah yes, hasn't had press, as much yeah. of, yeah, Leah hasn't had as much press. I don't think she's great at giving interviews. I've seen a lot of her interviews recently and I don't think she's, that's her strength. But the girls, but it's also a different culture in New York versus LA, where in LA it's very much about the press and the, you know, we, it's just a different world. But by the way, I would almost, I would prefer it to be the world where they're, you know, they're putting it more on the show because. I think that's where Beverly Hills has failed so many seasons. Yeah, is I agree. Not being in, not being interesting on the show. I agree, and that's where I think we have the issue with Sutton because we know last year Garcelle and Sutton were announced by Bravo, which is a rare move on their part. Before the season even began, they were announced as the two new housewives, and yet yeah, we've uh-huh. run into the issue of Sutton uh, now getting demoted from a full time housewife to a friend of. Yeah, like God, isn't that funny when somebody gets demoted? I mean, like, I just like that's just so. I I always wish they had a camera on people when they find out if they're a friend of or a real housewife, like just to see that reaction. Well, she gave a bit of a reaction on Instagram because, like, when they released the cast photos and the trailers, she even commented on some of the other girls' Instagram posts, being like, "Um, where am I?" Because she filmed, she filmed her opening, her opening credits. She did the photo shoot with the cast. Like she did everything. Like she was supposed to be a full time housewife. So I think what is going to happen now that they've demoted her, which is allegedly due to some sort of contract issue, and she was apparently filming another show, and it was a conflict of interest. So then you know they ended up. Um, avoiding her full-time diamond status. But so what I think is going to happen and why we saw her so feisty in the first episode is because they are going to edit it to make it look like she just didn't mesh well with the other women. Well, I mean, I got to say that uh, I don't know fashion, but that... Uh, that, that oh, that was terrible. Right the I outfit mean, at Dolce, know, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm like an, I'm an old Navy man myself, but like that did not seem like it worked in any sort of way. Even in a... Even in a bizarre, rich way, you know? No, it was terrible. I mean, I guess, like, if you're going to a fashion show, if you're, like, if you're going somewhere where something needs to be, I mean, even Erica and, and, and what's her name, Dorit, give these really outlandish outfits, which still have some sort of, you know, cohesion to them, where her outfit was just ugly. And the bra yeah. was ugly. Yeah. Like, it wasn't not. Well, and the, and the way it hit the tummy is it was so not weird. Yeah, I was just, I, I, you know, God bless, but. Okay, scale of one to 10, how would you rank the Beverly Hills premiere? Okay, so I, uh, I have a real, you know, I, I, I've been, I feel like I've been burned by Beverly Hills this last couple seasons. Personally, I just really have not enjoyed the show. So I'm going to give it, I'm going to be generous and I'm going to give it a seven. Mm, interesting. I'm going to give it a seven and I would have given it a six except for the last two minutes, raised it to a 7 to maybe a 7.5. Maybe. Because those last two minutes were iconic and really gave you chills in, and, and I think should and, and did, did what a real Housewives show should do. The last two minutes is in the preview of what's to come with Denise? 
Well, yeah, the yeah, literally the the last few minutes, and then it ends with her on the green screen. Yeah, like Denise, are you ready to talk about this? Yeah, like to me, that gave me chills. That and was unfortunately, good. unfortunately, we know that like who knows? Maybe that's in the final episode of the whole season. Who knows? But you know, I hope they don't save all of that drama for like the last episode, and we have to sit through like eighteen more episodes of uh, of uh, what's her name's clothing line. You know, so um, uh, Kyle's clothing line. Yeah, which by the way. Kyle not even doing her own clothing line cracks me up. Like, that cracks me up. What did you think of Dorit saying that she just sticks her her name on projects and doesn't actually have a uh, vested interest in it? Well, I think Dorit should watch out about saying stuff like that because <laughs> she was such a wack. She, she was such a, a weirdo about Beverly Beach herself. And I remember laughing at her, like, going, like, remember, like, the guy was doing the work on Beverly Beach. She was just coming in and going, could we get most of these that? You know, like, it was you know she doesn't have a lot of room to talk but i do think it was funny that it it did look like kyle was literally just going in last minute and saying she didn't like things you know i I think that is it does seem like kyle might be putting her name on this a little bit more and and just just because she likes to wear clothes you know yeah i think but like we've seen her with so many of these different projects and i think it's like a housewife thing where you have like Ramona and her Pinot Grigio and her skincare line and Sonia and her toaster. Like they all have these like business ventures that come up, but because they're not real business women, they don't actually go anywhere. Whereas you have somebody like LVP and I'm not the biggest LVP lover, but like you have someone like Lisa who was a restaurateur going into the game and she has several bars and restaurants even now. And they've only continued to build and grow or Bethany, somebody who was an entrepreneur before and continued to build within that industry and really kind of built an empire for herself where the uh, these other ladies like have little projects. It's like a, you know, a Pinterest project. They have it for a minute and then they move on to the next thing that's exciting. I would kill to get my hands on a toaster. Right? I would kill. I don't think I mean, Sonya's ever going to have anything real. I know, which is so bad because you do be, I mean, wasn't that wild what, looking at Sonya's like ratty apartment in New York like in the first episode where it just looked like it was like a, um, you know, like a Salvation Army kind yeah. of a place. Like it just looked like stuff was like stacked up places. It just it really made me sad for a second. Um, thoughts on so we saw okay, so Kyle debuted her fashion line at New York Fashion Week. Teddy's pregnant. Yeah. Erica used to be a go-go dancer. Um, <laughs> Denise does not want to go to court over Charlie Sheen for not paying child support. Um, and Sutton loves Dolce and Gabbana. And the camera time, apparently. Um, so though, that's basically what happened in Beverly Hills. I think I would give it a and, solid and Garcelle, eight. And Garcelle, Garcelle better. Was, Garcelle was like kind of barely there, but she was she was introduced. You know, she was introduced, and I actually think Garcelle is going to be in it for a minute. I think she's actually oh, going to have hundred percent a few seasons, and I'm. It'll be interesting to see once she gets put in the hot seat in future seasons, how she reacts. I know it's Denise's season to kind of take the heat. And based off of what a lot of the other women have said in their interviews outside of the show, is it looks like a lot of the drama is going to center around Denise and her relationships with the other women over the season. But it's not until the very end that we get the Brandy bombshell. And it's going to be a lot of the last like final three episodes that we really get that full story which is kind of a bummer, but I also find it interesting that the women started filming 
what, like four weeks before they went to Fashion Week. And you can tell because they have all of this footage of them. You, They have like Teddy finding out that she's pregnant. They have all these conversations yeah, with yeah, the women. Yeah, yeah. So you can tell that there was a good four weeks of dead footage, which rings true with all of the rumors that um, the first month into filming that there wasn't a lot of drama. The women were all getting along and there wasn't anything exciting that was brought to Beverly Hills, which is clear that now we have four weeks of dead footage. Yeah, I mean that's 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 fascinating. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I I agree with that. But I think although like Denise doesn't, you know, as much as I've enjoyed her on the show, she doesn't she doesn't strike me as a housewife. She has a very different, or if she is a housewife, it's very different in the way she uh, behaves on the show. Like compared to somebody like Rena, who Rena is just like a whirling dervish, where she's just like ah, she's just constantly screaming and smiling and dancing and you know and then you have Denise Richards who I feel like lives a somewhat more normal existence than all of these ladies combined in a way so the fact that they have dirt on Denise it feels like these ladies are attacking that because they almost like like I feel like they think Denise is above them in certain ways so I feel like with whatever this dirt that comes out specifically is they really come down on her for because I, I think they want to take her down a peg, even though Denise doesn't shove it in their faces. But like Denise has had a very, I mean, she's married to Charlie Sheen, but like it seems like she does not give a rip about any of the things these other housewives give a rip about, you know, like fashion week. She was like, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be here otherwise, you know? Yeah. Like I have a love hate relationship with Denise as a housewife. I feel like she had a very good image before housewives where it was very glam. It was very Hollywood actress. It was, you know, she had the drama with Charlie Sheen, but we still had this idea of her living a more glamorous lifestyle. Whereas now it kind of just feels like she's like a trailer park housewife where she has a 40, she's kicking her feet up in her, her cutoff jeans. And like, she's just chilling. That's what it is. It's like, I did have a different impression of Denise Richards before this show. And now I'm like, Oh, like that trailer park thing. I, I mean, I know what you're saying is that she just seems like she's like chill. Uh, you know, I'm not looking to, I, I had plenty of drama in my twenties yeah. and thirties. Not over chill, the top. You know? Yeah. Not over the top, not interested in being a part of the drama necessarily. Um, but that's what I want to know. Like, I really want this all to come out. What exactly it is with Brandy and all that, because I'm like, why, because we see a couple pieces of her reaction at the end of this episode, and it seems really extreme. So I'm wondering that there's a piece that we don't know about yet. Erica says that there is a piece that there's more to that story than we do know. Yeah. But so from what I've read, because I followed it closely as it was all kind of breaking out, and it looked like there was a lot of text messages and things that Denise said about the other women as a group and individually.